Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to have you here. And I am so excited to talk about a subject that is very close to my heart. And this subject, which you probably guessed based on the title of this episode, is strategy in soul-led businesses and for soul-led entrepreneurs that help get you off the hamster wheel and create a sustainable business model that scales. Now, had you told me three years ago, I would not only be making a podcast episode about this, but be pivoting the entire business 180 degrees to focus on this subject with my community and my clients, I would have thought you were crazy. (laughs) I would have told you there was absolutely no way Ashley Brianna Eve would ever be touching strategy. And my journey through this has really been the reason why I'm so passionate about it and why it's a fire that burns within because I see the damage that's being done in the industry, particularly the spiritual industry. However, I believe the online space in general is really being infiltrated with this idea of fly by the seat of your pants daily tactics rather than looking at long-term strategy. So while I have the spiritual industry in mind during this episode, I think we can certainly bring it to other industries as well. All right, let's start with, if you guys are familiar with the podcast, you know I don't have scripts. (laughs) I just go by what my sacral is responding to and we follow those threads and that's just simply how I am and my programs I have to create slides to keep me on track here we can be a little bit more free-flowing okay so let's start with my story now this is something we are going into really deep within the sacral yes to give you a little bit of context the sacral yes was a or is a generator manifesting generator only program And the intention behind that was very soft launch. I did not want it to be a big launch. I did not want a lot of people in it. It was meant to be a little bit under the radar to allow myself to dip my toes in design specific creations and also see how my sacral and myself respond to design specific creations and services. So that was the intention of the sacral yes, and it is something now that has just taken on a life of its own, and manifestors are up next. So you'll have to stay tuned for design-specific masterminds. This was a program. It's turning into masterminds from here on out because it was definitely a hell yes from the sacral. So this 
is inspired by the sacral yes, the trainings that are leading into our strategy sessions within that program. And this is something I'll be talking about with the community in there as well is my background and why I'm so passionate about this. And I think this is really important, not just because I'm a six line in human design. So I'm the role model of what it means to live a nine centered life. I believe it's not only important because I think a lot of people are being led off track and being misled, but it's also important because I work with a lot of people that are here to change the world and you can only change the world if you have staying power in business and staying power requires wealth, <laughs> staying power, sustainability, scalability requires money coming in because especially as your business grows, your business is hungry. It requires more money to run, even if it's only organic, you know, I'm using air quotations only organic based without ads, the cost of running it still increase. So you require wealth to grow your soul line business. You require the ability to constantly be reaching new people to grow your soul line business. You require the ability to constantly be having these hot leads come in to buy your shit so that your business can continue to grow. So when I started in business, I actually started out in the strategy only world. I started out in very heavy strategy and at the time, and I want to give some context on why it's so important to be asking ourselves better questions and to be thinking as a CEO in our business. And the importance of that is at that time in my life, I decided that business was hard and things were hard and I wasn't making money because of strategy and because I was stuck with strategy, right? Very much that fixed victim mindset, the victim to strategy, the victim to the systems that I didn't understand. And I had a very fixed mindset around it. And instead of taking back my personal power, I decided that because it wasn't working in my ego's timeline, in my mind's timeline, in the comparison timeline that I had to other individuals in the online space, I then decided that strategy wasn't for me, fuck the strategy, fuck the niche, and I was just going to go to the other end of the pendulum and fly by the seat of my pants, essentially. <laughs> I got entrenched in the feminine flow world and really launching multiple products monthly, doing a lot of daily tactics in my business without a long-term vision of really what I was working towards. I think my only long-term vision was one day when I make X amount of money, well, then I can worry about strategy. Then I can worry about having someone help me in the business, right? And you might be having that in your business right now, this one day. One day when I'm expert enough, I'll implement strategy. One day when I make enough, I'll implement strategy. One day when da 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 And we create all these one days. And if you have one days in your business, it is no different. And I used to be a, per well, I still am a personal trainer. It's no different than someone that says, one day I'll start working out or one day I'll start eating healthier or Monday I'll start eating healthier. Monday I'll start working out next year in January, right? It never actually happens. And if it does, it's only for a short term that the change actually sticks. So I had this one day mindset and I think that was really the only long-term strategy I had was one day, <laughs> which is not a strategy by the way. I suppose it is, but it's a very bad strategy. I do not recommend it. 
So what ended up happening, and I see this a lot because this is who I work with primarily now, what ended up happening is I kept hitting brick walls. I would go, go, go. I would launch, launch, launch. And I loved what I created. To this day, I love everything I created. However, I was getting burned out. My business required me to constantly be on. My business required me to constantly be pouring into it, to giving it energy. It wasn't supporting me. And then what ended up happening is I would hit brick walls and that's not a plateau, first of all, if you're a generator or a manifesting generator. Hitting brick walls of burnout, adrenal fatigue, your nervous system being shot, that is not a plateau. A plateau is a mechanical no energy. A burnout is you left the car lights on overnight, right? Let's give that analogy another go. A plateau as a generator and a manifesting generator is you turn the car off and you're trying to hit the gas and the car can't go because it's off. That's essentially what it is when you hit a plateau as a generator or manifesting generator. The car is off. Mechanically, the car cannot go. Burnout, adrenal fatigue for everyone, but I'm using this analogy for generators and manifesting generators, and I think this analogy will resonate with the other designs as well. Burnout is you left the car running, you left the light on in your car all night, and you went into the car to drive the next day, and you cannot because the car's battery is burned out. So I hope this analogy, and let me know if this analogy sinks in for you guys, there's a big difference between a plateau and burnout. So I was hitting this burnout and I hit this place where for three months I could not, no matter how much I wanted to force myself, launch or show up in my business. There was no fucking way I could do it. There was no way. And the problem was I didn't have any strategy. I had no reoccurring income. I had, I had no long-term planning. I had nothing to support me. So of course, as soon as I had to disconnect from the business, as soon as I had to unplug as soon as I had to stop pouring my energy into the business, everything came to a standstill because it literally relied on me being on every single day. And just like the light in the car, if you leave it on when it's not supposed to be on, it's going to burn out. There was something else that happened. So that happened in the summer of my first year in business. And then the next year in the fall, I had implemented a little bit of strategy, but I certainly hadn't implemented the amount that really allowed me to be supported. It was basically bare minimum. And I still had this subconscious program under the surface that was one day I can slow down because I'm working towards this vision. I'm working towards this vision of having a farm where I can have all my animals at the farm and I can have a sanctuary there. So that's the vision. And I'm going to work hard now so that I can rest later. And what ended up happening was a major wake up call. I don't have human kids. My kids are my animals. I'm a dog mom, a horse mom, a bunny mom. What ended up happening was my dog Kira, who I adopted in 2009, I actually adopted her shortly after I came back from living in Australia for a year. She, one night, I was working. I'll give you a little bit of a background on what happened that night. I was working that night, of course, because that's what I was always doing. I was working at the kitchen table and she jumped off the couch and made a weird noise. And immediately, I knew something was wrong. So we brought her to the emergency room. We were basically told 
she's fine. Brought her home. The next day, she still wasn't that great. Brought her back to the vet, that time our regular vet. And they were, they said, you know, there might be a back injury based on the location. She is older. Basically sent her home with pain meds. They took x-rays and they said, you know, there might be something that we want to look into later. But right now, what we can see on the x-rays, everything, everything looks fine. The next morning, she was worse. And we rushed her back into the hospital. And it turned out a tumor had ruptured in her stomach. This is a dog that had given us no sign that anything was wrong. This is a dog that had blood work and surgery only a couple months later and had a clean bill of health. It completely blindsided me. It completely blindsided my family. And it was this wake up call that I had still, even though I thought my business was supporting me, I was still supporting my business. I was still going Sure, I had reoccurring income at that point, but I was still really going month to month. I didn't have, sure, I had a vision for my life, but I didn't have a vision for the business. And I wasn't allowing myself to build a life and a business that fits into my life. Essentially, what I had was a business and my life fit into my business. And while I do believe, especially as we are growing businesses, especially as we are becoming that go-to expert and getting the footing in our business, building that following, building clientele and people that are seeking us out simply by our name, I do believe there is a sacred hustle. There is no way to eliminate work in your business. And that's not even the point of strategy. There's no way to eliminate everything where it's so on autopilot, you do nothing. So I want to also make that clear. However, your life should not be your business and your business should not require you constantly being plugged in so that it can stay afloat. So I realized that I really had to change. My business had to change. My business model had to change. And that was really the catalyst of re-seeing what I had been deeply conditioned to view as quote-unquote bro marketing or quote-unquote the old way of doing business. It gave me a new context for seeing it. And it gave me a next level self to see it from. I had been looking at strategy based on the old version of Ashley. I had been looking at strategy based on the version of Ashley that no longer served. So then when I responded through my sacral, when I got an uh-uh to strategy, it was because it was based on this old version that it was time to let go of. Whether you're a manifester operating from inspiration, a generator or a manifesting generator operating from response, a projector operating from invitations or a reflector that's operating essentially through that emotional response that triggers your process, you must be operating from your next level self now. Your personality creates your personal reality always. And it comes back to the fundamental piece of response. If you are responding based on old identities, you will continue to create the exact same reality that is in front of your face. And then you'll, you'll decide that, well, strategy is not for me because it's still not working. We always default to the level of our identity. You will always default to the level of your identity. And until you address the identity that is driving and fueling your personal reality, 
the reality that is manifest in front of your face right this instant, the reality that is manifest in your bank account right this instant, the reality that is manifest in your business right this instant until you address the identities that are creating that. You will constantly create a loop of self-sabotage patterns because we will always default to the level of our identity. You cannot bypass that. The identity work is critical. You can learn all you want about your human design. You can be the most knowledgeable person on human design. Congratulations. But if you aren't bringing that into your body and operating as your next level self now, you're not going to see different results in your business. You won't. So this is what's happening with people is they very often my clients, especially high level business clients, spiritual entrepreneur clients, although I do work with Netflix directors and actors, I work with athletes, I work with public figures. So there's a vast array of who I work with, but I am speaking specifically to spiritual entrepreneurs right now. Very often where they found me is they started out in the strategy world. They allowed self-sabotaging patterns to sabotage that. They swung all the way over to the pendulum, to the energy only world, and now they have a hamster wheel. And no matter how much money they make, they cannot get off the hamster wheel to save their life. Because as soon as they step off, right, that one day, one day when I make $50,000 a month, well now your business has grown and matches that income and you need to continue growing to support the business. So now it's getting harder and harder and harder and harder to step off that hamster wheel. It's getting harder and harder to slow down to speed up. Because let me tell you, if you've built a hamster wheel, if you've built a business that's just flying by the seat of your pants month to month, day to day, just churning out whatever you feel like churning out that day, the bigger your business gets, the harder it's going to be to slow down to speed up. Because you need income to continue supporting your business while you're slowing down to speed up. So you're going to feel this pressure cooker of, okay, I know I need to slow down to put the proper systems and structure in place so I can finally breathe for crying out loud. But if I slow down, income stops. And if income stops, I can't pay my staff. And if income stops, I can't pay my coach. And if income stops, I can't pay my rent and my food bill. So do you see the loop that we get into that very clearly, I hope, shows no longer serves you so I say to people all the time, if people end up in my programs that are just starting out their business and it, you know, they're under $30,000 months and they say, one day I'll put in the strategy. No, now is the perfect time. From the beginning is the perfect time because there's no better time than now. No matter where you are in your business, there's no better time than now. So what I often see is that this or that thinking, this or that is the mind, energy or strategy, strategy or energy. <laughs> And we get into this polarization in the online space too, where people are demonizing strategy because they're only in feminine flow. Well, what they soon realize, and I know because the very successful entrepreneurs that promote the feminine flow and eventually burn out from it come to me for help getting off the hamster wheel to build them an off ramp because they're exhausted. They're exhausted, right? So it's one end of the pendulum or the other, but the reality is it's a gray zone somewhere in between. And that gray zone somewhere in between, your strategy and authority, of course, can help you find the discernment piece, which is going to be so important, is understanding, one, is it your mind saying no to something or is it in your inner authority, truly your inner authority because it's not right for you? 
Is it the old version of you that no longer serves and has either created a six-figure business and you desire a seven-figure business or has not generated any income and you're desiring your first 10K month? What version of you is responding? What version of you is saying yes to the invitation or no to the invitation? Which, which version of you is inspired? That's, that is the work right there. Because if it's the old version of you that has yet to hit their 10K month and you're responding from there, saying no to invitations or yes to invitations from there, etc., you're going to continue perpetuating the same reality. But if you're following strategy and authority from that next level self now, that expanded version of self now, the CEO now that's already doing the thing, already in the feelings of having the thing, your response, I can guarantee, regardless of design, is going to be very different. And therefore, you're going to get different results in your business. And not only are you going to get different results in your business, but you'll get different results in your life and the reality that's manifest in front of you. So it's my belief, and this is something that in the sacral, yes, we'll be talking about. It's also something in all the design-specific masterminds we will be deconditioning because this is a big issue. It's my belief that people have this resistance to strategy because they actually don't understand what strategy is. And I know that sounds horrible, and I'm not saying it as a condescending thing to say. I'm saying it, well, I'm a straight shooter, so I'm saying it just to be straight with you. But the reality is people don't understand, and it's because they're being conditioned by the feminine flow only way online. So what I've observed, which is really interesting to observe in the online industry, is someone will say, oh, I don't use strategy. Strategy's bad. Strategy is the old way. It's a man's way of running business, and it doesn't work for women. And then I'll watch their launch from what I can see, of course, but you can start to, when you, when you understand strategy and planning and business, you can put together the pieces of what's happened behind the scenes to lead up to what you're seeing outwardly in the business. So they'll be promoting through their stories every day. They're live in their stories. They're going live all the time, promoting what's coming up, saying, DM me for the link to get into my free masterclass. DM me to, for the link to get in my free masterclass. So you DM them, they take a screenshot of you saying I'm in, they post that in their stories, right? Because that creates, and hey, I'm not against strategy, I'm actually not against this strategy, so <laughs> don't come for me saying I'm knocking the strategy, I'm not. They'll post in their stories because it creates that excitement for other people, you're not the only one, you're not the first one, look at everyone else that's jumping in. So they post the screenshot in their stories. Now, there's a bonus you can get. If you sign up for the second day of the masterclass, it's $27 or $47, right? So there's the funnel already. There's going to be more people in the free portion and it's funneling people into the second day paid portion of the masterclass. You might also see this where people have a free event. So someone that does this and I love her, this is again, it's just showing different strategies. I absolutely love her. I think she's so cute is Catherine Zinkita, Manifestation Babe. She'll have a free event, and when you sign up, there's a meditation you can buy on the thank you page for something like $11. So again, we're looking at funnels. So going back to the first example, the person gets the screenshots, I'm in, shared to the stories. You can upgrade to the second day of the masterclass for $27. A lot of people will go right into the $27, of course, 
there will be a lot of people that will get in the energy of and get really excited on the first day of the masterclass and then they'll end up upgrading. Tony Robbins actually just did this in his, uh, is it time to thrive challenge? So you could sign up for VIP from the get go, or you could also sign up for VIP nearing the end of the first day of the challenge. So you could get on the bonus zoom call with Tony afterwards, right? So you're in the excitement. It, gets your emotions going and you're going to say yes a lot easier. So it's kind of that net catching everyone that said no originally, but now they're in the excitement of it and they say yes. So then the $27 second day on the back end of that, they're selling into their program. Tony will do this too. I don't, I haven't guessed which program he's selling on the back end of time to thrive yet. I don't think it'll be UPW, but he's going to sell on the back end of that. So the person, the spiritual entrepreneur, sells on the back end of their masterclass into their program. At the back end of the program, they sell into their one-on-one. That is a funnel. <laughs> that is a funnel. But people, because they've made strategy and structure in their business, a business model means something that it isn't. They're not discerning and they're not in their power to see that is actually strategy, which also required a launch sequence behind the scenes before it was made public, which also required email sequences behind the scenes before it was made public, which also required all of the prep behind the scenes before it was made public. They were probably planning months out for that sequence to hit publicly. Just like Tony Robbins for Time to Thrive, his ads have been running for over a month now on Google, YouTube. I see them everywhere. I'm such a sucker for ads. <laughs> So I obviously signed up. I'm sucker for anything Tony Robbins. So those have been running. The ads have been running for months, but the planning for this was even months before that. So I think where people get so confused with strategy and so up in their head with strategy and resistant to strategies are making it something it's not. And not only are they making it something it's not, a strategy as well can be a podcast that funnels people to your main social media platform. Strategy can also be a freebie that leads people onto your email list with a nurturing sequence. Like it can be so fucking easy, but we allow our mind to overcomplicate it and it just pulls us off track and it causes drama in our business. That's so unnecessary. And I know because I've been there. That's the, the beautiful thing about it being a six line, but no matter your design, your mess is your message. Let's be honest. Stop overcomplicating it. Your mess, after you've learned from it, please, for the love of God, learn from it and implement it yourself. But your mess is your message because we go to school in life through our open centers, our open gates, our open channels. That's where we become wise. So your learning, your obstacles, your limitations you've hit, your lessons you've hit, when you get out of the not self, when you stop identifying with them, when you stop allowing your identity to be connected with what you're bringing in through your openness, that becomes your wisdom that you can sell from and help people through. So my tips with strategy, I'm not going to go into it much more than that because it's going to be getting into the content that's part of the program that I'm running in the sacral yes for this particular topic. However, my tips for strategy are one, always operate from the big vision, dream big, Dream big, operate from the big vision and work backwards with building a life and the business fits into your life. When you look at it from that perspective, I promise you're gonna have a different perspective on strategy. 
two, do not ask yourself your current version of self, for example, a generator, don't ask, do I want to put strategy in my business? Because the current version of you based on the identities you have now is probably like, hell no, no, because the current version of you that is already rejecting strategy is rejecting strategy from the next level version of you, from the expanded version of you, from the you that's already done it, from the you that's already feeling the freedom of having a business that supports you, then what? What are you responding to then? What are the correct invitations then? What is the inspiration then from that next level version? Thinking like a CEO, being the CEO that has freedom and fulfillment in their business that doesn't have to constantly connect into the business, that doesn't have to constantly be present in the business. Does that version of you have strategy? You know, I was saying this to my clients recently. I said, I don't ask because me, Ashley, I, you know, I tend to be happiest bumming around, (laughs) which if you follow me on Instagram and you see that I'm training for the CrossFit Games again, it might come as a surprise. So I never ask myself, do I want to train today? It's a shit question. And that question is going to get me a reality I don't actually want. Because my mind's going to say no. And the current version of me is going to say no. Because I'm still in this state where it's getting into the habit. It's creating discipline. I had been off from training for a long time. So getting that discipline back it's going to be a quick no from the mind. Now, if I ask myself a better question and I say, okay, based on someone that is training for the CrossFit Games, would they train today? Yes, they would. Okay, as that version, as someone that's training for the CrossFit Games, do I have energy to train today? Yes, right? Very different than asking myself, do I have energy to train today? And this is something I work on with my clients as well in business is asking ourselves better questions because very often the questions you're asking yourself are just to confirm your current reality and just to confirm what your ego wants and just to confirm your limiting beliefs and your limitations. Ask yourself better questions. All right. And the final tip, I don't know what number this is. This is the problem of not having notes. The final tip is decide who you are and what your business is. We create suffering by not just deciding. If your business is a hobby that you dabble with and therefore it makes whatever money comes from dabbling, own it. The suffering is desiring for it to pay like a business and for your business to perform like a business when you treat it like a hobby. If you desire your business to be a legacy, if you desire your business to make an impact, if you desire your business to be a business and generate wealth, prosperity, and continually grow and expand, if you desire your business to grow in a multiple six, seven figure, multiple seven figures, own that and then show up in the identity of that. But when we say one thing, but we're acting another way, We're saying one thing, but our identity is something else. We create suffering. And yes, there's something to be said for healing the subconscious and dealing with trauma and all of that. But what I'm often seeing, and I worked in counseling. (laughs) I was a counselor for a long time. I worked in the mental health field. 
what I'm often seeing in the spiritual space and the online space is that being used as forms of self-sabotage. I need to heal more. I need to release more trauma. I need to do more shadow work before I can blank, right? Same pattern as I'll implement strategy when I hit $50,000, when I hit $100,000. It's self-sabotage patterns. So I would also just be conscious of, is this actually a self-sabotage pattern that's coming up? Or is this actually something that needs to be addressed? Address it, release it, transmute it, be present with it, and move on. But I'm seeing so many people spend their entire life just focusing on shadow work and trauma work and all of this other stuff. And while it is fantastic and absolutely needed, it cannot become a self-sabotage pattern. If it is, that's all it is, is a self-sabotage pattern. We are all going to have healing to do our entire lives. <laughs> we will all have healing work to do. You can still be successful and be healing. You can still be successful and be showing up in your business and have aspects of self that are going to come up along the way that require to be with, to sit with, to heal. It's not a one day when I've healed it all, then I can show up. And if you find yourself saying that, it's very often a pattern that's showing up in other areas of life. How we show up in one area very often is how we show up in others. It's just we're not actually recognizing the patterns in certain areas. And I see this in many ways in business. All right. I hope you guys. Oh, and the last thing I'm going to say is the last tip I want to give you today. And it's a really important one because you might end this podcast and say, well, I don't know what to do then, Ashley. Like, I don't even know what to do. Okay, sure. I need strategy in my business. What do I do? I don't know what to do. The final tip is remove I don't know from your vocabulary. I don't know is, again, just this form of keeping us where we are. Well, that's great, but I don't know what to do. So reframe that as if I did know, what would it be? And sometimes that answer is I would hire someone. Okay, so you did know what to do, right? You always know. So I do have the design-specific masterminds coming up. If you're like, okay, well, this is perfect. I do know what to do. Ashley, I need to hire you and I need to work with you so that we can deal with this. So you can build an off-ramp and we can work together to stop this endless drain on my energy, my life. I want to build a business, not just a hobby. I want to build a business that has a foundation that supports me. I don't want to constantly be supporting the business. So I have the design-specific masterminds. The plan is to have manifestors up next. I'll be getting a VIP wait list going in probably the next week. This is recorded August 3rd, 2022. It'll probably be in the next week. I have a VIP wait list up and ready to go for that. And the first eight people will receive a 45 minute one-on-one -on -one call. So it's going to be amazing to jump in on that offer and get in on the VIP wait list. I have projectors that will be up next, and the plan so far is January 2023. Now, if you're saying, Ashley, I can't wait that long, fantastic. I have the BG5 two-hour power sessions, and those are actually available right now. I believe I have some time, limited times, available in August still. Times are limited. They go fast. Don't shit the bed if you know you want one. <laughs> Book your time in now if you desire to be in August. And I also have two spots that are open for the end of August for one-on-one -on -one coaching. 
the only caveat with that is we have to go through the power session before I determine if it's the right fit for us to work one-on-one -on -one together because I do have limited one-on-one -on -one spaces. So even if you said, I don't know, you reframed it into, I do know what it is and what I need is someone to help me with this. Fantastic. You can check out the link in the show notes, reach out and we can talk about that because the reality is each design is going to have a very different way of coming to that embodiment of the proper and supportive strategy for them. It's not a one size fits all. So I'd be honored to help you on that journey. All right, my friends, I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself and start acting like a CEO in your business. I will talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. Bye guys.